come back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old place that you laughed about Well, the names have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Back to 2019. I'm feeling like it's back to the future right now. Oh, like, yeah. feeling I mean, very McFly. We're, <laughs> we're living McFly, living large. Uh, it's 2019. We're, we're past the time when, uh, when a young Michael J. Fox went forward into the future. Oh, yeah. In Back to the Future 2. We are also past a time uh, when the Jetsons lived uh, with their robot maid, Rosie the Robot, and their hover cars, and their superintendent, for some reason, who was a very big factor on that (laughs) show. Do you remember the fact that there was just, like, a super around all the time? No, until you just mentioned it, and, like, now it's, like, bringing back memories. You're right. He was, like... No, he's a big big part. He was huge. He (laughs) He was in every fucking episode... And we're not talking about like uh, a show like <laughs> the PJs where no, the super no. was the protagonist. The PJs. He just he just was in their apartment yeah. all the fucking time, like in their condominium. I mean, this is what you I mean, get when have... you pay top dollar. You're gonna have the service that you need to get. But do we? But but also, why were they having so many problems in their apartment if they were paying top dollar? And like his boy Elroy is like a wicked genius like couldn't Elroy just be fixing shit up all maybe, the time maybe it was, like maybe it was the, a scam maybe maybe I mean maybe he just wanted to be feeling like he was part of a family ever I, thought about it that way come on there's gotta I, be something there I, yeah I think there is something there I kind of think the super was fucking alright you went there <laughs> obviously I, think, I was thinking about it you know I think what there was either either a, an, a, 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 an inter-robot relation mm-hmm. with uh, the super and Rosie, or True. it was uh, uh, him and the mom. What was what was? Well, he, here's the thing, he, Judy, oh, Judy, Judy Jetson. Yeah, JJ. Um, here's what I'm thinking, and I'm a few different types of whiskeys in, but is it possible that one inspired the other? And I'm going with the Jetsons. Yeah. And of course, you know me and my love for music, specifically great hip hop. Okay. Um, notorious B.I.G.'s Kick in the Door. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen to that song, someone yeah. is fucking right. someone else. Right. Do you believe that, and I don't know when the Jetsons first premiered. I'm going to say the Jetsons were first. Definitely. That Biggie was a Jetsons fan Absolutely. and could have been inspired are you kidding me? The super, as you're saying, fucking JJ. Are you kidding me? What exactly do you think that Biggie was watching at night when he was famously eating sardines for dinner, wearing the lumberjack? Like <laughs> not playing Super Nintendo, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Sega Genesis. Exactly. 
Yeah. He was watching the Jetsons. That he was, and he probably was a media kid. That and probably Robin Bird show at three AM on public <laughs> oh, oh, access. He definitely knew Robin yes, Bird. Yes, we're taking intimately. it back to Robin Bird. I'm he, sorry for those listeners oh who god. are offended by that, but let's be real. Oh my god. I remember as a child when I used to go down to the city, I grew up in the Bronx, as you all know, going down to the city and I was eight years old when I first met Robin Bird, and it was because my friend's older brother were flicking through the channels and bam. Robin showed up. Listen, I can remember being in elementary school and oh, and, yeah. and my friends wanting to make their own uh, public access show. They didn't just want to make a public access show because they thought, oh, won't this be funny? Like, this is like the YouTube back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. We'll make a public access show. They only knew about public access because they were watching Robin Bird late at night. Like, I'm sorry. That's what you did in New York City. So, as do you see what we just did there? Three OGs. <laughs> Jetsons, Biggie, Robin Bird. All connected. What a All start. connected. Um, Hanna-Barbera, you done done it again. You done, you done us proud. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my uh, Wacky Races hot takes for another oh, episode. That's another time. I mean, Wacky that's Races awesome. is a yeah. whole other episode. That's a great call-in episode. I'm sure there are Ooh. plenty out there who have plenty, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, the character development. I mean, the the interrelations there between drivers. There's there's so much going on with Wacky Races. But let's let's think. How's 2019 been for you? 2019 has been not not we're not deep into it, but I mean, starting wise. This is uh well let's let's just see. This is uh 12 days in. Okay. Okay. 12 days into 2019. Good year. Good year. Good year. Good year, Blimp. Uh, good year, Roland. Uh, I mean, yeah. No major complaints. Uh, still in a complete government shutdown. Absurd. Um, yep. At some point in the next 72 hours to 128 hours, uh, there are going to be checks sent home to uh, federal government yep. employees that have $0.00 on them. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at a uh, a complete impasse i think uh you know politically speaking yep um but i got to say we're 12 days in and we haven't had a single report of a school shooting there have been 12 straight days without any intentional accidents. Look at that. I, wow. I have got to tell you, I, I can recall in years Fuck. past, including, I believe, 2018, yeah. where I woke up on New Year's Day and there was already there was some, yep, some horrific yeah. like mass shooting. Sure. I'm pretty sure it was 2018 that I woke up and there was a family killed in New Jersey mm-hmm. by a deranged shooter happened to be related to them by blood, but killed his whole family. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, yeah. I think the only I, thing I we got, any of we got was the whole uh, Jean Bonnet. Did you hear about this? Uh, about Jean Bonnet's some, brother has been in the news. Yeah, and about some pedophile who mm-hmm. claimed to have been the one to, of, cor- of course, and unfortunately take her out. Um, a, that's the only bit of news that I've heard that has been something where I'm like, okay, so now we're starting 2019 with this. The 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 okay. the, the John Bonet story, uh, I think, like like all other uh, famous stories, is is going to have its day in the sun. Yeah, and yeah. just like uh, the fact that a couple of years ago we had two 
major OJ uh, either documentaries, documentaries or dramas. Yep. Yep. It always takes, right, it takes, what, 20 years, and then everything gets its own day. Of course. So I think that's that seems to be the case with John Bonet now, where we're, we're seeing we'll her name there. again yeah. in the National Enquirer and yeah. in these tabloids. She's had her lifetime where, movie stuff right, going on. We, where, where, where her yeah. brother is coming out with new yeah. interviews now and new revelations. That's, that's definitely going to happen. So get ready, folks, for a... Uh, a Netflix original <laughs> documentary yeah. on John Bonet, as well as a Hulu and an Amazon Prime one to boot. I mean, there, there's, there's easily going to be three of these things. Yeah. If there were two OJs at the same time, there's easily going to be three John Bonets. Because, like, oh, by far. he was a black man and she was a white girl. Like, so we know that she's going to get more attention than one, he ever oh, yeah. got. One hashtag trumps <laughs> the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 2019 has been. Solid so far, sir. Um, Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and and it's gonna it's about to get a lot better. Hmm. It's about to get a lot better because we are about to go to a very very happy place. Oh. So yeah. we spent our last uh, doll crans, and if you don't already know, then uh, I don't know where the fuck you're living, but you are listening to doll We are the doll boys. I am your loyal dullard, Gabriel Zuger, and I'm joined today by. Uh, guest host uh tony from the bronx pumped to be here again B B X tony it's time to it, take out some real shit keeping it a hundred keeping it live and large uh representing all the way all the way from uh fordham road kingsbridge area, kingsbridge area, area you know fucking burnside yeah. fucking cardi b yeah representing those italian puerto ricans those Doing puerto rican it italians whatever they want to identify depending on the mood they're in you know those weird shits after this we're gonna go to dominic's oh and yeah. uh you know Eat some garlic oh, yeah. bread. Um, but here with Tony B. And uh, in our last episode, we talked about uh, some of the unfortunate passings, or some of them fortunate, in uh, 2018. And yeah. in this episode, we're going to talk about the things that we wish we left behind in 2018. <sighs> Deep sigh there. Um, yeah. The things that are, are still carrying over into 2019, even 12 days in, that we may still see six months in. We may still see in 2020 that we kind of wish we had left behind. Yeah. And, and it's important from a legal perspective for me <laughs> to start this off by saying that it is neither the opinion of myself, Tony, or the Dolcrans uh, that any of these people, uh, we do not wish harm on any person or thing Never. that we are about to name. Never. Just tired um, of the act, or none of yeah. none of these none of these are meant to be uh, threats on anybody's person or anybody's health or anything. However, what we are simply saying is that if, hypothetically speaking, if on December thirty first, two thousand eighteen, a garbage truck ran over these people's heads. We would not feel that bad. No, I mean you can We'd go be okay. and drive and maybe even in reverse too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, correct, correct. Yeah. If if, for example, um, a a uh, you know a, a wheat thresher just took these fuckers in whole and ground them into a fine paste um, by accident, of course. 
not by no, any natural no, 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 hand, no. not by act of natural intention. Yeah, uh, no. then 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 we'd still all be in a better place. They might not be, but we would be in a better place. We have a feeling many would agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, and and so uh, just to just to give you a sense of what we're talking about, the kind of heinous things um, that have followed us. Um, much like a, a, a an evil clown in a mm-hmm. Stephen King novel would into 2019. Um, I'll start you off with uh, uh, just something that 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 we can all agree would have been better off dying on December 31st, 2018. Fortnite dances. Mm, mm, mm. Now I, I don't care about Fortnite at all. I have no strong feelings. Okay, I know we've done. Uh, topics on Fortnite and Fortnite tutors before, and that's yes. all well and good. Yep. But I don't care. Video games are video games. I love video games. Yeah, I have played easily twenty something hours of Red Dead Redemption Two, and I could play another seventy five, which is why I'm like taking a uh, month off from it because it's just so beautiful, and my eyes start to bleed when I play it, and I'm I'm good taking a little break. So I, I love video games. Uh, Fortnite's great. Yep, kids love it. Yep. Grown-ups love it. Fortnite dances are the worst. Not okay. They are Not the worst. Okay. Tony, can you tell us why exactly Fortnite dances are so <clears throat> harmful, genuinely harmful sure. to society? I mean, to start with, we have, and uh, what I've seen from many, many different children, we're talking young children, of course, ages four or five, um, dancing in a what they call is a victory dance, but really it's taunting or tormenting the opponent or opponents in a figure where they are gesturing their legs side to side while holding up an uppercase letter L on their forehead and shouting at whatever may be in front of them. That now, now the person they may have beaten may not even be there. Think about this. They may not even be there. They may they're be gone. playing them virtually, and they're in a different state. Right. But they get up from this game and do this dance. But what is even more impactful in my mind, of course, is you throw on a song, you throw on a kid's bop, you throw on any song that's out there, and they believe that dance, well, sure, I can dance. Here we go. And they start whipping out Fortnite dances. This is exactly what I'm we talking got about a bunch of different dances and by the way I'm going to mention a dance that's not Fortnite but it was inspired by that backpack kid with the flossing the that has kid. been a part now of the it Fortnite is. piece it is and it's no, just no that's a yeah. Fortnite dance uh, the floss is a Fortnite it dance it is I know it's not yeah, no, but it well, is well it's been mainstream because but of this it but is. my point in saying this is that this is what now kids and also pop culture mainstream culture believes is dancing not okay. Sorry. I, I, I think I think we need to, you know, in the same way that I, I think that fake news is such a terrible term in that it, it, it still validates yes. what's bullshit by calling it news. I think that we, we, we actually need to even stop calling these Fortnite dances mm-hmm. because they're not dances. They're, they're in no way, shape, or form are they dances. No. I think basically, to me, they're akin to like being double-jointed. Like, they're that thing that somebody practices so much in their bedroom that they can then come out and do in front of others, and then either you can do it or you, or you can't. can't do it. Yep. 
And that's not dancing, right? Because no. dancing literally is something everybody can do. Well, I think... Because everybody has, everybody has a way of stepping or moving. If you move to a song, it's dancing, it's right? Rhythm. In the words of Talib Kweli, yeah. if you can... or uh, Sorry, it comes from a Swahili, I believe, uh, uh, parable or something. But if you can talk, you can sing. If you can walk, you can, you can dance, dance. Yeah. right? And But Fortnite dances are not that. No. They are just a trick. They're just a skill. They're just something you do that's like a memorized muscle memory function. Correct. Just like coming out and being double jointed and being like, oh, I can do this. Like, that's it. And so it's just showing off this one trick on some level. True. It's just and not dancing. you and I feel this way, but society <laughs> may not feel this way. And I believe, you know, rest in peace to um, my main man from Soul Train, Don Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Wherever he is at right now, he is probably furious to see that this is what dance has now become in right. mainstream culture. But yeah, I mean, I, I we're we're seeing four and five plus year old kids thinking that this is what is acceptable dancing, and yep. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it. No. All right, so Fortnite dancing um, would have been better off being crushed into a fine paste, and uh, or or. If uh, uh, Sir Purple a lot, uh, Mr. Thanos from the uh, Avengers Infinity Wars had snapped its fingers and uh, decided Fortnite should be made into dust, we would have been better off. Uh, Tony, what do you got on your list of things we'd be better off without in 2019? Yeah, uh, I have something here. Unique started to gain a little momentum towards the end of 2018, and I'm really afraid that this may pick up in a really poor way for us, you and I, of course, speaking. Um, what are your thoughts on water? you like water? Water is uh, it's the essence of life, and uh, it comes in many forms. Uh, sparkling, still, I, I, I mean, iced, mm-hmm. uh, cold, hot, uh, salted, uh, you know, uh, fresh. I mean, water is great. Yeah. Water is the best. Okay. And clearly, as I know you to be my my whiskey guy, my my bourbon guy, mm-hmm. even you know, enjoying some scotch with me and my father in law, um, I know you like to drink, and you have a really good palate for that. What I'm a little concerned with right now, heading into 2019, is this idea of spiked still water. Now, no, I'm I'm sorry. Spiked still water. No, 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 I'm sorry. You're you're confused. I'm I'm sure whatever you brought up is, is showing you on your phone. It says uh, it says spiked sparkling spiked water because still. I've had spiked sparkling water, spiked seltzer at parties before. It's it's absolutely disgusting. Tony, there there can't possibly be such a thing as spiked still water. That's I that would just be uh, I don't uh, that's just malt. I mean I don't know what spiked still water. We're not talking about the spike seltzers. We're not talking about going to the Hamptons and having that or even having the comforts of your own home here. We're talking about water 
that is spiked. Well, no, 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 Tony. Look, 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 look. You Purchasing have, water. You you could have that is spiked. No, no, no. But it must be. Uh, you know, you have not your father's ginger ale, right? Which is alcohol. Yeah, ginger and the root beer stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that uh, much like a Mike's hard lemonade, uh, even though that itself is carbonated and not still. Mm-hmm. This you must be talking about a lemonade or a cherry pop or something sure. that is is still that is flavor that has a flavor but is is uh, is. Is water. Correct? I can see. I can see where and why you went there, and I'm sure part of the inspiration for this was because of all of the founding fathers in the spiked game, of right, course. But right. no, I'm 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 talking about spiked still water. Yes, I will say it one more time: still water, drinking water, regular water, not carbonated, just regular water to stay hydrated. But you're spiking it. Well, then I'm I'm very much confused because we must be living in some sort of idiocracy level future then because uh, water is water. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when it is meant to be alcoholic, it's meant to be, you know, vodka and whiskey sure. and wine and sure. all of these beautiful things with sure. their own beautiful flavors and yep. characteristics. I, I I I still can't understand. Is this is this for hydration purposes? Is is this sort of a G two kind of Gatorade level? Mm, thing? I see where you're I going mean, with this. Yeah. What what is the intention behind spiked still water? I I just can't well, fathom what its purpose sure. in society would be. I guess just to respond to you, I'm going to respond to you with a question here. And who do you believe would be the target audience for spiked still water? Ten year old boys. Okay, and so. I As, mean, I mean, because because if I'm thinking about who the target audience mm-hmm. for wine coolers was, then and and for Mike's Hard Lemonade, it was 13 year old girls and 12 year old boys, sure. right? That, that's, yeah, I gotta uh, but work so, your way up. So so if you're now thinking that, well, you know, 13 year old girls like Mike's Hard well enough. But the thing about 10-year-old boys is they don't like fizzy things. They think that's gross, just like cooties. Then you want them to have something that's still. Sure. Uh, but still gets them wasted enough to take advantage of them. Um, so that could only be the market for this. Well, here's, here's where I'm holding out a little bit of hope. I'm okay. Honest with you. We last spoke about the deaths, of course, unfortunately, and some fortunately. And if you're saying the target audience is 10-year-old boys, then, of course, with the death of the Boy Scouts, let's hope that this was a target audience for you know staying hydrated out in the wilderness, but also having a little having bit fun. of fun yeah, out there, right? Getting a buzz on. Well, you know, if, if right now the Boy Scouts are wiped, then this may not gain any more momentum, Thank which would God. be great. Thank God for that. Unfortunately for us... It was started in 2018 from what I know of, and we're now in 2019 and still around. So you and I both need to do our best to just keep our fingers crossed, keep whatever we have crossed, and let's hope that spiked still water is gone by the time we have our next year. And I just want to, I just want to add that, that spiked seltzer water was disgusting enough on so many levels. And, uh, you know, I think we can all safely say that the creators of Mike's Hard Lemonade and of um, uh, Smirnoff, Smirnoff Ice, yep. um, are are doomed to a you know a certainly hellish experience in the afterlife, uh, wherever they may be. Um, you know, uh, joined with Joseph Stalin and uh, Adolf Hitler, because 
they have created abominations oh, this on, is, on yeah. this planet. And the fact that those things have now spawned such atrocities as, uh, you know, such really national tragedies as spiked seltzer and yeah. spiked still water, we are truly living in a hellscape. I agree. I'm, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound so cold, and I'll end with this piece. Uh, I'm just glad Coco is not here to see this. It's... What are you working with we're here? All, we're all better off that um, that Coco won't have to see what what hell becomes us in uh, what the new world hath wrought in 2019. Um, listen, uh, just to uh, uh, change the subject a little bit, um, Betsy DeVos is still alive. And um, once again, that's not a good thing. Who? Who? I'm sorry. I... Oh well, she listen. She she hasn't been in the news a lot lately. Um, Who's this? Been, Betsy. There's DeVos. been other things happening in in uh, in Washington, but um, Betsy DeVos is is the woman famous for um, making charter schools ineffective but highly popularized, uh, and also making it easier to mm. rape women on campuses and get away with it. Uh, she also made it possible to have schools in Michigan that have no heating or food or fresh running water, not even fresh regular water, let alone spiked still water, mm. um, but, and, and don't even have teachers, but still operate as schools. Yeah, I mean, she's basically Satan incarnate, Okay. What's what's your job title, by the way? Uh, I, I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, her job title is Dark Lord of the Underworld. Mm. Um, but but that's not because that gets sounds paid familiar for. to me now. It's now it's, it's starting for. to ring a bell. She does get. So paid. she does that for free. Yeah, she does that for free. That's, pro that's bono for work. pleasure. Okay, uh, that's pro bono. Um, okay. but she she does she makes considerable amount of money um, off of being rich already. I don't know if you. I don't know if you're aware, but if you're rich, apparently money makes more money. That's just something that the stock market invented. I, okay. I think like George Soros made that happen or something. Oh, I'm not yeah, really yeah. sure. Soros guy. Um, yeah, yeah or, or the Koch brothers. I'm not sure. sure. Um, but uh, she does get paid a, a pittance, from what I hear, um, being the uh, secretary of education, um, which, if I'm to believe, Senator. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren and um, former Senator Al Franken is kind of like running a bank because um, you're in charge of federal loans, federal student loans, yeah. and um, giving money to students. Um, and also, uh, I think she gets a lot of money from these for-profit colleges or something. I don't know. Maybe oh. she does. Because if she doesn't, then she should stop lobbying so fucking hard for them. Um, but, yeah. Uh, funny enough... She didn't get killed inside a gorilla pit um, along with well, not yet, but along with another gorilla, you know, much like Harambe in 2018, and and for some reason nobody's happy about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But is she happy? Tough to say. Tough to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, she never looks happy. Um, She certainly looks sort of like a pruned bitch. Okay. Um, I mean, listen. The only reason why I ask is because she has clearly has a direction that she yeah. wants to go in, and she seems to be getting it done. Yeah. So you would think that if you if you have goals that you are accomplishing, you would be happy. Yeah, I I guess um, 
I guess she should be happy because, because again, more people will be raped on campus in 2019 mm-hmm. than were in 2018, and more people will be scammed by for-profit universities in 2019 than in 2018. So, I mean, I guess she should be happy, but but then again, Tony, I I think I think your question begs another question, and I hate to answer your question. No, the I, question I respect like it. You did for yeah, me we did just earlier. A minute ago, yeah. but but. Wouldn't you think that if a person already had $4 billion in their bank account, that they could just stop working and be happy? I mean, I know that I would. I would stop working altogether and just be happy. I I think the listeners at home out there, surely if they had $4 billion in their bank account, as she does, would just stop doing everything and just watch TV and read books all day and lays about on the beach. I mean, why work? And again, she's even working for free for the evil of of, uh, the entire planet. Why do that? Just, just give up. Just, just, yeah. You can, yeah, you can keep breathing. We're okay with that, I think, right? We just, just let go of this piece. Right. So you, you would, you wish to be rid of this Betsy, Betsy Davos? Betty, Um, Betty, Betty Devo. Betty um, Devo. Yeah, okay. and her theme music is she comes out to whip it. Um, oh, you know yeah, from yeah, yeah. the band Devo. Sure, 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 uh, sure. I believe that's Devo, right? That's yeah, not you're, men at work. You're, you're, no, you're I might men at work. No, you men okay. at work. You're good. Um, that's a down under. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Betty Devo. Um, yeah, I just look Betty. Once again, uh, we we don't wish her any harm. We certainly don't wish her. You know, to suffer from ALS like uh, Steve Hillenberger did, yeah. or to have a massive brain hemorrhage, uh, like a character in a short story or something. No. I mean, we just, yeah, just like don't be in 2019. Just don't be there. Yeah, that would, I mean, that would just be good. Hearing from what you have to say, I have to do my research on who this woman is because I, I can't. I mean, from everything that you've said, sounds like a terrible person. Yeah. That's allowing a lot of terrible things to happen. Yeah. Um, that's negatively affecting a lot of people who are yeah. good people um, and who want to do good things but really are limited and restricted. So it probably would make this world a better place knowing that if you started in a small sample here in New York, yeah, I think if we just, like you said, just move on, move on out. And the funny thing is, is like she's not smart or anything. Sure. So it's like you're you're kind of like a person who's not that smart shouldn't have such an impact mm-hmm. on people, um, or like she's not that good looking, like okay. say like The Rock or something. Yeah, he's so good. Like, he's, she shouldn't have a bigger good. impact than The Rock, and she like can't catch a football with one hand. So oh, there's like yeah. no reason she should have a bigger influence on people than OBJ than, no. than Odell Beckham Jr. So it's just like. Go away. She sounds like she'd be good at just breathing in her own little space outside of this little world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if she okay. lived in a in an iron lung, okay, uh, for the rest of 2019, like we'd just be. Yeah, so like, I mean, she'd just be, and we'd just be. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like you're asking for too much. Though, I'm not really. I, yeah, no. Like I just, you know, it, okay, it means nothing. I mean, you know. I don't see how this wouldn't be able to work out. I I'm sure I'm sure something can work for sure. So what are you what are you looking forward to not having in 2019? What would you like to see free and clear in 2019? Well, this was something that is uh, a little surprising to me. 
mm-hmm. given the fact that we are always trying to adapt and, and become better. And I'm thinking about technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking about our phones. Mm-hmm. And in particular, you know, having it be, of course, accessible, easy to use, compact. Um, I don't know about you, but I carry my phone in my pocket. Yeah. Um, and so I recently went to... I do. I, I, I also carry my phone in my pocket. I, I say, I say, you know, forget the fact that this is uh, generating uh, electromagnetic oh, fields and radiation yeah. directly into my genitals and my buttocks. Right in there. Um, I just... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, throw throw caution to the wind and accept that this thing is a part of my this body is it. now. Yeah, this is uh, it. And when I sleep, I sleep with it at my head, um, just allowing it to charge and allowing it to also charge the cancer cells Absolutely. in my brain. You're di- and Once evenly again, distributing it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. important, uh, right? Up, top, down, top, down, yeah. top, down. You're you good. know, I just want to be constantly irradiated. Yeah. So I, I am like you in that way. Yeah. Correct. So you know, for me, I'm looking for the next best uh, situation and deal, of course. And so I went to a different service provider, a carrier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to see what's out there. Um, and I really couldn't believe my eyes. Now I will put it out there. I am. An iPhone user. Um, I'm not one of those out there who has to get the next best one. Right now, I'm currently using the 8 because it was a nice little upgrade that I had from the 6, and I had the 6 for years. I don't need the next best thing, but what the carrier was offering was a brand new phone for you. You know, you can get a new iPhone, um, and they were limiting me to one of the newer released phones that has been out, this new 10 that's been out for quite some time, but also the newer models that are coming out. And they were showing me what they had, and I realized that compared to many other uh, types of phones, they are just getting increasingly larger. And it's almost as if the whole saying of bigger is better. Um, And this may work for other people. This is just my simple, this is not for me, that I wish would be gone. Why are we getting into the whole mini iPad or even the size of an iPad telephones? I don't know your thoughts on this. I would love to hear your thoughts on it, but... I don't need to be carrying around a mini laptop to use to either text, research, or make a simple phone call to my wife or my family or my friends. Well, once once again, as I mentioned earlier in this episode and mentioned in many episodes, I, I think that you're misspeaking. And I, I think that, frankly, uh, in the semiotics and uh, semantics of society, we're all sort of misspeaking when we characterize our phones as phones at all. Mm-hmm. This thing that we carry in our pockets, if you have a smartphone, you do not have a smartphone. You have a screen, you have a tablet, you have a computer. That thing is not a phone that you carry with you. If you spend more time on it on Instagram or texting or or Facebook or whatever, or games or checking your bank account, that's not a phone, that's a computer. Okay. And so I think that's that's where we get into the mud Mm. because... Because then we're not asking the question, why are phones getting bigger? Because as you know, in the 90s and in the early 2000s, phones were getting smaller. Smaller, yeah. The whole point was you have a cell phone. Remember that razor? Remember when we called them cell phones, Tony? Yeah, of course. We don't call them cell phones anymore. Why? Because that's not what they are. They're not cellular phones. They're tablets. They're tablets. They're computers. You're right. So phones were getting smaller. And then, like you're saying, then they then they switched. Then they stopped being phones altogether, mm-hmm. right? They stopped being it's Nokia's, true. and yep. they stopped being flips, and they stopped being razors and risers, and they started. They don't have buttons anymore. 
and they started being screens. Yes. They started being touch screens. They started being screens that you watch fucking The Office on it's true. on the bus. It's true. There's not a day that I go to work yeah. that I don't see five people on the bus watching different shows. Of course. Sometimes I'm one you. of them. Yeah, we're all Sometimes guilty. We I'm are not. all guilty of it. I agree. So, so I think your point is they're getting bigger because people want to watch things on a bigger screen. Like Correct. that's what we've always wanted, yes. right? When whenever we had a 25-inch screen, we wanted a 36-inch yeah, screen. Yep. We wanted a 42-inch screen. Correct. So I just want to I just want to fit my communication device in my pocket. But you want to fit then that's the thing. So that's the problem is we want to fit these things in our pocket because we still have this idea that it's a phone. I mean, this is speaking, I mean, from someone who I do carry a backpack, but I'm not going to put it in my backpack. Okay. Um, I need it on call right. at all times. Right. It's uh, the work I do. I don't need it with the kids so much, but right. I do need it for other reasons, whether it's family stuff or camp stuff, whatever it may be. I need to have access to it. I'm not going to wear the belt clip thing. Right. That's, that's gone long, right. long gone those times. But yeah, I mean, I'm just looking for something simple. I don't need to have it. Being a mini iPad in my pocket. Well, Otherwise, I'm about to bring back the Jinko jeans and really think say, about like larger you, pack, larger pockets. Uh, well, right, and I don't want you to go to big jeans because big jeans are passe. It's not in. It's all, we're all about skinny. Yeah. And we're all about thin. Yeah. Have you thought about a a pouch of any kind? Have you considered like what kind a, of pouch you talk? I mean, so it like like one of the Jan Sport we like. Smaller I'm pouches, about, I'm or about something that like zips and unzips, right? Because you're you're talking about having it accessible, maybe on your waist. Like I'm not, I don't want you to have a clip, right? Yeah, I don't no, want you to have like a phone clip, clip yeah. on your belt. Uh, people don't even wear belts anymore, but like I maybe like, I guess, well, like a fanny pack, but that doesn't necessarily have to be on your fanny. It could be on your side, like on your hip, mm. or it could be like on your front, or maybe. And I'll be honest with you, I'm just spitballing out here. Maybe we take a, a little, a little like steampunk and a little like mm -hmm. solo action, and you could have a holster. You could have like a phone Ooh. holster on your thigh. I think I've even seen people doing this. Now, I mean, I don't know what they're carrying. In Were you in Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm sure they had the fanny pack with it. Sorry, Brooklyn, I love you, but nah, Tony from the Bronx, all love there. Yeah, no. um, yeah. How about a holster that just straps to your leg and your waist and carries your nine inch? What's nine inches? Well, yeah, there's a joke in there somewhere, but well, you could have two holsters. <laughs> you could have one holster inside your jeans and one holster outside your jeans for your nine inch units. Hey. You're plural. What I, are you thinking? I mean, I'm... Would you you're sign, you're, you're swaying I, me. You're swaying I, me a little could bit. Could I get you into a Verizon contract today? <laughs> And a nine-inch holster. As long as I'm not signing a two-year <laughs> contract, I will consider this deal. I mean, really, just just let's 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 be a little bit more logical. It's all I'm asking, okay? I think I think I'm not asking for too much here. So I think uh, if if I'm hearing you correctly, your concern, I'm concerned. Your general going. concern is not that 2019 is going to be the year of big phones or anything, but really that looking forward to 2020. You would not like to see people carrying 20-inch TV screens mm -hmm. in their pockets Correct. onto the subway and bus for their morning commute. Yeah. And that uh, texting on a full-sized um, like kiosk device 
is not appealing to you. No, I mean, I, I'm a simple man. I miss the days where if I wanted to have like call you and I was using my flip phone, I had to push like the number two, three times to get the C. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of it is just a personal reflection in a world that is constantly moving and changing. But yes, Gabe, I don't want to be walking down the street seeing a 25 inch screen in front of my face uh just not appealing no i don't i don't think that's unreasonable okay. i really Good. don't i Good. listen in in 2019 the dull crayons we're uh we're all about optimism yeah uh you know we're leaving that pessimistic shit in 2018 uh no no hate on us uh we're all about optimism and i don't i don't think you're asking too much so I am optimistically, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, the the return of flips. I mean, I I, I already hear that we're going to have a closable screen uh, coming out of Samsung. I, I heard believe, about this uh, this year. So yeah, and I heard that the iPads bend, but that was unintentional. Oh, I'm sure they bend. <laughs> <laughs> bend but don't break. Correct. Like a prevent defense. Correct. Bend don't break. Check out that holster. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a, a brief pause. When we come back, uh, we're going to have a snack report and then more um, more 2019 hopes and dreams for you. See you on the other side. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man. How you doing? They're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a dawn mean I'm just a bad boy, gone clean. I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober. Don't drink liquor and all the game's over. Need a plane, I explain it to my broker. Three bots in the hood, top down, and ain't over. You know there's more, man, where that come from? Me and Kuda Love rolling back to back in one. See, the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. section of the snack report this snack report brought to you by smart foods mm. um, smart foods a heavy promoter of the show they give us uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars every episode that we mention them them white cheddars um, are my shit too and and white cheddar as we know mm. famed for um, coming in a very close Did well. second Did well. good placing they placed yeah. they Did showed well. um, in the first ever lost uh, a lot of money but did well bracket. Um, they were out of the money, but they they still placed and showed, uh, and and listen, they got the attention that they deserve. We all 
adore the the iconic smart bracket, uh, smart food, uh, white cheddar popcorn. Uh, but as we've done on this show before, we've recognized where where brands have branched out, and sometimes they've failed in their branches, and sometimes they've succeeded. Uh, for example. When Triscuits tried fig and honey Triscuits, they succeeded in a very, very big way. Yeah. And in another example, when Oreos tried uh, apple pie, they failed hard. Yeah. Um, and here we find ourselves with uh, one of those great conundrums where a beloved brand has just fallen flat on its face and Smart Food has tried something bold, going with a Parmesan and garlic flavored popcorn. Tony, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to keep this quick. Um, I think as we uh, wish some people and things weren't around 2019, this is one of them. Not smart food. We like smart food, but this Parmesan garlic just does not do it. It just um, do it. says no artificial uh, colors, flavors, or preservatives. 100% whole grain. Um, you know... I've had a few. I'm still trying to figure out whether whether I'm getting the Parmesan forward taste, garlic forward taste, or just an awkward combination of like a weird cheesey, mm-hmm. like that's not Parmesan mm-hmm. taste. It doesn't taste anything like no. Parmesan. No. There's not Parmesan in there. No. Uh, not specifically garlic, maybe a little, but just like. No. It's, yeah. Nah. Yeah. It, the whole thing to me kind of comes off stale. Yeah. Even though this yeah. is like a fresh bag, it just tastes like stale popcorn instead of yeah. like being emboldened by its flavor. And I mean, I'm a big believer <laughs> in Parmesan garlic crisps. Maybe it's a texture thing for me, but this is not cutting it. Yeah. Um, I, I would I would most certainly purchase smart food products again, but right. this should not be one of them. Right. And and, and and listen, we're not we're not saying that all smart food uh, changes are a failure. Uh, smart food um Caramel and Cheddar oh, was yeah. uh, wife of the podcast Pauline's solid favorite one. snack of 2018 and, and made it, you know, a decent way through the snack bracket. So uh, smart food can keep can keep trying, can yeah. keep swinging. I, let, I, mean, I give them props for taking the risk. But, but, but right. Yeah, retire but, but it, though, discontinue, please. Yeah. But, but you also have to know when to discontinue things. And yep. I think that that's if, – if, if I'm going to be um, – Generous to the big uh, snack brands out there. True, it's to say that you you know when it's wrong, and you need to discontinue it right away. Yep. And and Doritos knows this; they know when they, they fail do a hell of a and job they discontinue. Yep. And and I think that Smart Food needs to take uh, take a, 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 a cue out of their book and decide we're just done with this, yep. never again. Can we can we do each other a favor, please? Can we be done with this? Game. Over. Just be done with this right now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Let's end it. I'm done with Let's this. Let's end it. We're though. done with this now. What do we got? Please. Uh, so not not joining us in 2019 is um, Larry Mineta. Now, you might not know who Larry Mineta is, but uh, from the from the concourse, uh, mm-hmm. from deadspin.com, mm-hmm. uh, we learned that Larry Mineta is a, uh, a piss baby Duke administrator. And he got two people fired in 2018 for listening to music. So let me get this straight. Two people were fired because he got them to listen to music? Hmm. What kind uh, of music is what I want to know? The story, which... This is now a quote from Deadspin. The story, which Indie Week pieced together through interviews from the two former baristas and a recorded conversation between them and an HR rep, goes like this. Duke Vice President of Student Affairs, Larry Mineta, walked into Joe Van Gogh, 
a local coffee shop with a Duke campus location, to order his customary tea and vegan muffin. While waiting in line, he was horrified to hear Young Dolph's Get Paid playing over the store's sound system. Rule number one, get the money first. Rule number two, don't forget to get the money. Play by these rules and everything will be okay. Still in my trap, flipping my Frito legs. Go get the money, it ain't nothing else important to me. I showed her a Xanax, she hurry up and took it. I fucked her so good, she got up and started cooking. Rolling up big blunts out a pound of cookies. He immediately told employee who was ringing him up, uh, ringing up his order, Brittany Brown, a black woman, that he found the song offensive. She says she apologized and shut the song off before offering to give Manetta his items free of charge. Manetta insisted that she charge him. That's, by the way, entrapment, in mm -hmm. case you're wondering. Oh, yeah. Manetta, he knew what he was doing. Manetta insisted that she charge him, and another barista who was there, Kevin Simmons, recalled the scene getting nasty, getting testy. This is now from the similar barista. While Brown was working the register, Kevin Simmons, the other barista on duty, was busy making drinks. Simmons had worked there for three months and was up for his 90-day review the next week. While pulling shots of espresso, he noticed a man who was upset with Brown. Harassing is definitely the word I would use, Simmons says. He was verbally harassing her. Simmons did not hear what Mineta or Brown said specifically, but he noticed Brown hastily turning off the music and apologizing profusely. So she did what she said. Yeah. Shortly afterwards, Mineta left the shop. Um, the, the story goes on to, uh, you know, describe that the two employees, both of them, were fired for this altercation in which they did, again, leaving it there. You heard the whole fucking story. They did not do anything wrong. No. And even if a person, even if a person was offended by the music, even if this person, Larry sure. Mineta, sure. this piece of sure. shit, was offended by the music, the music stopped. He was heard. Yep. And acknowledged. Oh, it was handled properly. Yeah. Handled completely yeah. properly. Yeah. And he got them fired. So let me get this straight. Yeah. These two, listening to Young Dolphs, getting paid. Getting paid. These two, get fired. Mm -hmm. Now no longer getting, getting paid. paid. I'm not okay with that. Nobody's okay with this. Yeah. But side note, January 31st at Gramercy Theater at 8 p.m., Young Dolph. We're going to that. 100%. We're going to that. 100%. That's a banger. Yeah. Um, this guy's a fucking douche. I Sorry. mean, listen. The whole situation is not okay. Listen, Larry, if you if you slipped on a banana peel in 2019 Ooh. and landed your ass in a coffin, ain't nobody fucking caring. Nope. Because nope. you're a piece of shit. I want to do real life Mario Kart and have three red shells and just fucking bomb his ass. Yahoo! Get Yahoo! Star, get star Yahoo! power right after that and just fucking go <laughs> shrink his ass afterwards and drive right over him. What a dick. What a Blue shell dick. that dumbass. Well, Talk can me. I piggyback on that? Piggy, piggy, okay. piggy. You know, this, this one is just a generally speaking talking about the culture, the genre, the state of rap. Um, you know, and discussing, you know, rappers such as 6ix9ine um, and a lot of these other mumble rappers. As you and I both know, we speak uh, frequently about music and what we're hearing out there. Uh, I do want to get your take on what you believe is the state of rap. I, I don't want to call it hip hop. I, I, like the, the kid in me who grew up in the Bronx, who, who has heard from my dad who groomed me and I hope to be grooming the children that I work with and my friends 
What do you believe is happening with rap? You know, I mean, I I think that I think that rap is uh, steadily getting less interesting all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, steadily getting less narrative based, less storytelling. Right. I, sure. I think that you know, uh, uh, there, there's always been a place for those things, and 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 that you know, the talented artists. Uh, I'll throw Jay Z into the mix. There uh, have made a balance of doing, you know, big money songs, and then also really deep narrative-based sure. songs telling sure. meaningful stories uh, either about themselves or about others. Absolutely. Um, they know, reflect. Somebody, somebody like J. Cole still yep. does something like that. But, Great you lyricist. Know, obviously, he's not, you know, the biggest guy right now. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's getting very mild. I think it's what irks me the most mild. is that I don't know if this is true or not, but what it seems to be is that the target audience has shifted. Mm, definitely. A lot of these mumble rappers are targeting the younger population whereas these great lyricists like you said jay-z j cole um we can even go more old school like um you know mob deep or even you know most deaf these guys would target the general hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. um and i think because we're seeing these Fortnite dances as we spoke about earlier and now you know we're seeing a rap no i'm not okay with generally speaking what rap has become i don't want to target just specific young mumble rappers but it's also who they're targeting that's bothering me this needs to change. Yeah, no, it's the it's the generic state of, of rap or hip hop, as you said, is just becoming just this watered down baby formula yep. um, that's meant to be applicable to the masses yep. or you know like palatable to the masses instead of being an art form. Yep. It, it's just becoming the lowest common denominator. Yeah, and I by the way, I don't know Young Dolph. I I don't know him. Either. I'm a big music. I guy. don't know him. From I will, Adam. after this episode, I will listen to him to see. <laughs> I'm hoping he's not one of these, but I'm also hoping that if he was, this is the reason why they got fired because it was such shit music. Right. Next. Right. Uh, listen, real real hot take, real quick. Uh, we're leaving homeschooling behind in 2018. See ya. Uh, d- just don't be doing it anymore. Raise yes. your hand if you oppose. No hands? Okay, great. Yep. Um, it's illegal in Germany to homeschool, I found out recently. Hmm. It's just illegal. Uh, you just can't do it. And, uh, you know, Germany doesn't get things right all the time. I was going to say, yeah, but good for and them. German, and Germany is not somebody that I usually look to as a leader <laughs> in, in world arts. But, um, but listen, uh, Germany's economy is the envy of the entire world. And they're living of their best selves right now. I mean, they really are. They, they've lived a terrible self in the past. They are living their best selves right now. I mean... I think there's something there. I, 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 you know, there's also no such thing as homeschooling in Finland. There just isn't, and it's not because it's illegal like in Germany, but it's just because. Sure. Why would you? Sure. Well, props. Fucking, props so to Big G out there. Homeschooling, we're leaving behind in 2018. Um, what else we got? You know what else we're we're going to talk about? I mean, I, I I said it already, but we're 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 hoping that we can leave behind uh, gun violence in schools. Now, I I mentioned before that we we haven't had. A big gun violent death in in 2019 so far, but this from the Washington Post: 2018 has been deadlier for school children than deployed I, service members. Yep, I, I saw this. Yeah, the school shooting near Houston on Friday bolstered a stunning statistic: more people have been killed at school this year than have been killed while deployed as members of the military. I'm not even going to read the rest of the I, article. I got. I, mean, I have we, nothing. We for don't you. need to go there. I have nothing for you. Because I'm speechless. You know, 
if you if you value human life whether it's american life or any other life if you value human life that should just be stunning to you yeah but that's not that the case. that that you know first of all that service members are dying in multiple wars overseas right now all and over that, and that it is literally more dangerous to go to work to go to school than it is to be in the armed forces yeah right you have parents out there who think the last thing I want my kids to do is go to war. Yep, get I don't drafted. want my kids drafted. Exactly. Yeah. Drafting is the worst fear any parent could sure. ever face. Well, now it's something to be yet, safer. The fact that being drafted could be safer than actually going to kindergarten is horrific. Thanks. So, really, we do hope that we see. Uh, I, again, I'm not hope. I uh, we're trying to be positive in 2019. Uh, I'm yeah. not hopeful because. 2018 was worse than 2017 or in 2016. It's a trend. That's a trend right there. It's a fucking yep. trend. We got to change this. I don't know how, but we got to change this. Um, listen, uh, you know what's really passe is working five days a week. Mm. And we talked about I like where uh, you're going. earlier on the podcast about um, Oklahoma and other states in the mm-hmm. union going to four-day school weeks which means four-day school week for students, and it means a four-day work week for teachers. And, you know, there's definitely negatives to that. Absolutely. But there's positives as well. Oh, I think they outweigh the negatives. Outweigh the negatives. And it's going to be in in a big way in 2019. This coming from businessinsider.com, three-day weekends could make people happier and more productive. So we now actually have actual studies on Mondays, the week ahead can look incredibly long, but the idea of heading to work five days a week could eventually be left in the past. At least, that's what unions in the UK have been calling for recently. Yeah. According to Jan Emanuel Denav, an associate professor of economics and strategy at the University of Oxford Said Business School, a good work-life balance with time for people to do things they enjoy is a top priority for satisfaction, and one way to achieve this would be a three-day weekend. Quote, I would argue for the four-day work week, uh, four-day working week is spot on in terms of finding a striking that right balance between improving the work-life balance and unlocking the happiness potential from that in terms of productivity gains, Deneve told BBC World News on Friday. This outweighs the net reduction in productivity from working a day less. You heard it there. People who are in this field yep. are saying you would actually see gains of course. in productivity of course. if we worked fewer days. I mean, I think generally happier, right? Right. I think uh, a lot more stamina. And I do think that we would hear less of, well, I'll get to that next week. Think about it. When Thursday, Friday, I have five days next week to do it. Yep. I agree. Right. Yeah. I, I'm. We should try to pilot this somewhere. I mean, again, we're already seeing it in Oklahoma. Yep. We're, and, and we're not just talking about schools. I mean, in no, Oklahoma, no, no. obviously, we're, we're talking yeah. about schools. But but. I, I think it is the it is the official dull crayons position that a four day work week throughout the country and throughout the world should because because if you if you do a four day work week in the United States, it also means shutting down the stock market for another day, yes. which also means shutting down you know the economy and shutting down other markets. So you know we gotta we gotta be talking about just everybody going to four Absolutely. day work week, but. Why not if what we're going to see is a better result overall Listen, and happier people? Smart food has tried Parmesan garlic. Why can't we try four-day work weeks? 
it 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 should be it should be the thing. Um, we're gonna hit uh, one more thing that we'd like to leave behind in uh, twenty eighteen, and this this to me is a biggie, um, especially given uh, the the recent state of affairs with famed comedian Louis C.K. Um, and this is generational warfare. Ooh. Now I'm calling for a complete detente on generational warfare. Okay. Okay. Give it to me. So uh, my my feeling is that look, there's it's always very easy for the young to attack the old. It's very easy for the old to attack the young. Sure. And none of us have anything to gain from it. This coming from bustle.com. This academic's defense of millennials on Twitter after a professor claimed they can't teach them is truly epic. Millennials have been blamed for killing many things. Chain restaurants, department stores, middle children, the list goes on. And you would think that because millennials are getting older, the time for us being blamed for adapting to the world around us and for problems that are actually systemic would be ending, but not quite yet. A university professor recently published an article about why millennial students are the worst. (laughs) And in reaction, an academic on Twitter wrote a thread about how 18th century students give millennials a run for their money. Uh, So basically, the point of this is exactly the point I already made, um, which is that we just we don't get any better from blaming each other for being shitty. Yeah, pointing the finger. now I'll, I'll I'll equate this to uh, an old adage, which is that every generation thinks they invented oral sex, mm. and this this is true. Every generation thinks that they were the most clever and they invented oral sex. What's really funny about millennials and and Generation Z is they think they invented eating ass. Yeah, ass eating season. And yeah, everybody, that's been around. yeah, ass eating season has been around. The proof that ass eating season has been around is the fact that. Rim job has been a term that in the zeitgeist for three decades, yeah. easy. And that tossing salad oh, is something on. that's been happening in prisons for the last 50 years. So you didn't invent eating ass, and you didn't invent oral sex, but neither did the past generation. Yeah. So you're on completely equal footing here. Well, they've given it a different term, maybe, or just taken off some, taking off some consonants, things like that. But, but the po- the po- my point, my general argument being that like every every older every every generation thinks that the generation before them are a bunch of old farts. Absolutely. And they think that the generation behind them, the generation coming are ridiculous idiots yep. and animals. Oh, the back and forth. Yep. It happened with the boomers. Mm-hmm. It happened with Generation Y. It yes. just happens with every single generation. Absolutely. And so the point is to say, listen, we're just going to stop doing this. Yeah. We're going to stop doing stand-up sets about each generation. We're going to stop attacking each generation in the media. And I, I thought, I genuinely thought that we had left this behind in 2018 because I thought that... Uh. I thought that after all the snowflake stuff and after the boomers showed that they really couldn't even handle the fact that millennials were going to start attacking them for sure. ruining society, that we were just going to say, detente, we're done, let's all deal with the muck that we're actually If only, in. though. Not Instead everyone agrees, though. The finger. I agree, but you know, but it then, takes everyone to play. But then we get the Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. set that was leaked. Sets us back. And it sets us back. Yeah. 
Then I hear that The Rock is calling Generation Snowflake yeah. to defend his friend Kevin Hart. Sure. And it sets us back. And again, I'll just say this. You're not doing yourselves a favor, the olds, by attacking the young. Just shut up. Because the young have stamina. Yeah. And the young are online. Yeah. They know yeah. how to post. And they will fucking crush Expose you. it all. Yeah. The reason people find old videos of you fucking up is because you attacked them. Yep. Yep. It's not because they want to take shots at the wealthy. Yeah, they have time to do other things. Yeah, but, they, yeah. yeah we, they'd rather be on Fortnite. Yeah. We'd rather be on Fortnite. Facts. But if you want to play in the mud, well, we'll get we'll dirty. Play. Yep. So, again, I'm just calling detente. Like, I let's just you. stop. Let's put it all behind I agree. us. I agree. And, and focus our attention where it needs to be. I agree. And let's just agree that it's not a season. It's year-round. It is. That ass-eating can happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like cuffing season. Cuffing season nope. is once strict, a year. Strict, yeah. No. But, but ass-eating, good in all seasons. Yeah. Well, yeah. I it's mean. Just like, it's just like uh, apple pie and, and whipped cream. I mean, it's yeah. good all year-round. I mean, on that dark note. <sighs> we're going we're gonna to say goodbye to you at home. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to the audience, but we, we are not saying goodbye to 2019. No. It's here to stay. Nope. We got plenty more to come. Plenty more to come in 2019. Uh, and we are going to say goodbye to uh, Tony from the Bronx. Thank you, Tony, for being here. Thanks for having me. It's been real, and it's been real fun. Yeah. It's been a good night, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. See ya. The Dull Grands is a free and independent podcast supported by listeners like you. To show us support and keep us free, stop by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dullcrans and write into us at dullcrans at gmail.com. Along with our hosts for this episode, we'd like to thank Jesse Katz and Gwen Gallitzer for the theme music and Colin Matthews for the logo.